Why are our children so drawn to their cell phones? Why are they so attached to them? What is the addiction that pulls them in? Why do they do this, and what do we do about it? You're listening to Parenting on Purpose with Dr. Bob Barnes from Sheridan House Family Ministries. I'm Ruthie J., your host, and I would love to know the answers to all those questions that you just asked. Because I think every parent is saying, what is going on? I never had this growing up, or I had a limited amount of it. But it is an absolute addiction when especially preteens and teens to have their phones as extra appendages of their bodies. It's the only adult thing they that they've ever been given full reign with. They have this adult tool that you and I have. It has amazing access. It's very empowering. And it's, it's, it, it promises that it'll let us do anything, connect to anyone, anytime, anywhere. Um, it's an area that a child feels a, a very false excitement. It's, there's a conquering in the games. I finally win. There's a safety in the false relationships. Those aren't relationships, but there's a safety in that in, in a whole generation of children that don't understand relationship because they've spent their whole life being dropped off to do sports. Mm-hmm. They can't even imagine doing sports unless they have their, their device with them so that when they're off the field, they can be looking and doing and selfieing and all those other things. <laughs> it, it, it's a, it's an adult tool we've given them total access to. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm saying it needs to be restricted in a, on a multiple on m- multiple levels. But why we would not give them total access to anything? See, even good things. We, you know, there, there's nothing wrong with eating crackers. There's something wrong with eating 16 boxes of crackers in a night. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with spending money. I gave my children. I allowed my children access to spending money. It's called an allowance. But I never gave them unlimited access. Children, kids, here's here's my ATM card. Go get all you want. Spend it all the time. We've given them access to things, and here's the deal, that we as adults haven't managed well. Mm. We as adults think we have to be in contact all the time. We as adults sleep with our mobile phone next to us. We as adults, um, somebody said, man, I got a phone call on, on my phone at 2 o'clock last night. And I said, what were you doing with your phone next to your bed? Are you kidding me? Are you, uh, let me ask you, are you a neurosurgeon? I mean, if that's no, and he's not. And so then why would any of us, I, I, I don't need, to, no one needs to have total access. Well, well, let me ask you, I mean, what if there's an emergency that takes place? Well, I know a special ring if it's either of my children. If it's either of my married children, special ring, fine. I can hear it over in my study across the hall. But to have anybody else have access to me? That's crazy. I'm not that important. It's just that I think it's an expectation even of society that you call the person's cell phone, you have direct access to them, somebody has it, and it's being immediately available. We've just all fallen into this thinking that we always have to be immediately available, and that's why it bothers us that there's this no texting and driving. Okay, so let me ask you a question. Mm -hmm. You're an on-air personality. Mm -hmm. You have your own shows. You host this show. How many phone calls have you picked up during, during this show? How many, during this broadcast, how many shows? You haven't picked up any. How many during mm-hmm. your, your other, your other time that you're, you're on by yourself well, to sometimes. never have? Because it's so important. You've picked <laughs> yeah. up in the middle of a show. Well, not when I'm on the air. Okay. But, so okay. when you're on the air, that's important. So why is my family less important? My family time can't be less important than my on air time. See, you know, we haven't gotten that connection's not being made because in my mind, I don't think I'm sacrificing my family if I take a last minute phone call. I, I, I pulling, pulling uh, back to get some files today. I saw a 30 something mom pushing a stroller with her child. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know how old, baby, and uh, you know, two years old. And it reminded me of Rosemary doing that. And they would sing. She and Robert would sing. He'd wear his cowboy hat. He'd have his little cowboy gun. And they'd go around the neighborhood while she was doing her fast walking. And she'd push him. And they'd talk and they'd talk and they'd talk. I got the files out of my study at home, came back around. And she was still doing the same thing I saw when I came the first time. She's on the phone. Hmm. They're they're not together. That That's false. How much time did you spend with your child? Well, I, no, you didn't. We have trained our children that if you're an adult, you, you need to have this tool. It needs to be, why, why can't we just embed it in our brain? You need to have this tool. And, and I think what the, our culture is saying, not only have this tool, you need to have the best one, the fastest one, all of those. We've got to decide we're going to have a cyber moat in our home. There's a certain amount of time, but there's also a certain amount of time. We just need to be together. We can't be human doings. We have to learn to be human beings. And we've just got to stop. It was funny when uh, we went on vacation out of the country and the phones didn't work and the kids were very different because all of a sudden we, you know, we talked a little bit more and we were pretty good at it, but um, it was just a whole different ball game because their phones did not have any service. They still had them to take, of course, their pictures yeah. and wait until you get to port or whatever and then upload all the things, you know, on Instagram and all that. But it's, it's a, it's a whole different ball game if you can teach your kids to actually disconnect. And like I said yesterday, it's, it's a challenge. Why is it? Your, why is it a challenge? Do you I think? think you know. Because every parent that's listening is hoping you ask this question. <laughs> I hear what you're saying, Barnes. What planet do you live on? Well, it's hard. Okay. Why is Why is it hard? It's hard because that, to monitor another part of my child's world is like something else. And if you have multiple children, I have four step kids. It's four different worlds in addition to what I'm already trying. I want to know how their day was at school. I want so to know their it, grades. So, so. If, it, it's hard to have a blackout time, guys. Um, we're home now. Well, turning and it so, off is one thing, but like going into their issue. phones. Okay. So, so let's, issue. let's stay with this issue of it's very hard for me off. to say, this is where we're charging. We're charging all our phones, okay. us too. And so this is the time period where we're no longer doing it. We're done here. Right. Uh, you've, you've had your access. So setting it up and how to do that. Uh, we've, we've answered that question. So keep going. Why okay. else is so this hard? If, if that's the case, then we're just talking about turning it off, if you will, for a while. Then I'm also going through withdrawals as a parent too, because oh, so I'm used to. Oh, so it. you're I'm, immature. I'm, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, so you've got these difficulties. Oh, no, but I have to also believe like if it rings, I let it ring mm. and it's, and it's okay. And the kid, let them see me not pick it up and that it's not that important or turn it off or turn it off completely or exactly. turn it off. That's not the harder part is actually kind of diving into the phones and, uh, you know, getting into their space. Well, that's a, that we'll talk about that. Mm-hmm. But I, I think I, I have made, given the impression to my family that our family time is not very valuable because, you know, I'm a counselor. I never take a phone call, Right. I never take a phone call when I'm in their counseling. Mm-hmm. I would never say, "Can you hold that th- that thought in those tears?" I want I want to see who this is. I have to. I never take a phone call. Well, so we have uh, our phones at church, and they ring and yeah, all. Well, that. shame on them. What we're saying is, there are important times. You know, there are important times in life when I'm in with a family or in with an individual. There are important times in life when I'm doing such and such. You're on air. You can't do it. But my family's not as important. That's that's one issue that I have to say. This is very important. But I think the other issue that I have to take on is they're not going to monitor themselves. They're not going to say, I think I do too much of this. I'm going to stop. They're, they're not going to say that. And so I have to decide, yes, it's in excess. Not just that it's in excess, not that just that the constant, and we talked about this yesterday, is having an impact 
on their thinking process and their ability to process information. It's having an impact on their ability to relate to other people and have conversations. But it's taking away from our time. Our time is important. So there will be no phones at the dinner table. Mm -hmm. There will be no phones at the breakfast table. And let me say, when I bring you home from school in the car or whatever, this is my time. I want to hear about your day. Oh, yes. This is my time. First question then, if you were to tell some kids, well, then when can I go on? Okay, then you decide. (laughs) When you come in the house and uh, we're going to take a break when we get in the house or whatever, you got a little time to get dressed before soccer or work on your homework, whatever your scenario is, you, you turn it on. Go for it. But I have to do that too. Mm-hmm. And I and by not doing that, I say, okay, children have to do this. I don't have to do that. Y- you know, one of the things that Jesus did that was so amazing in teaching his disciples is when he arrived in the upper room and he, you know, rented the room or however they got the room, it didn't come with a servant, but it came with the servant equipment. When you would walk in and come in uh, to a room or a place for a meal or whatever, when you came into someone's house, there's a couple of things that took place. One of the things that took place is the host greeted you at the door, and gave you the kiss of fellowship on each cheek. They anointed your head with scented oil, and the servant washed your feet. Mm. The problem the disciples were having, it tells us in one of the gospel accounts of this, is Jesus walked into a conversation they were having, arguing over who was going to be greatest in the kingdom of God. The other thing that was happening, and I'll find out in heaven, but I firmly believe he had the bucket there, or the whatever you do wash feet with thing there, (laughs) and he didn't, and he, I think he, specifically dismiss the servant because I want to teach my men what leadership means. And when they didn't get it, leadership means serving. Leadership means serving. In every relationship, leadership, gentlemen, leadership means serving. Gentlemen, for those of you disciples who are married are going to get married one day if you ever do, you're going to hear a verse to love your wife as much as Christ loved the church and serve her. Give yourself up for her. It's not about you. I'm changing the whole marriage paradigm. You do not own her. You have a responsibility to serve her. Um, but gentlemen, also leadership means washing feet. None of you washed feet. So I'm not just going to tell you to do it. I'm going to show you how to do it. Mm. I have to believe they never forgot that demonstration. Even Peter, who said, whoa, no, I don't think so. And Peter gives that great moment of saying, finally, he caves and says, okay, I'm all in. I want it all, not just my feet, but wash my whole body. And Jesus says to him, your body's already washed. When you've come to me, you're cleansed, but your feet touch the world every day. Come back and get those feet washed every day. And then when you go out there as a leader, be a foot washer. There was so much teaching in that lesson there that day. If I want my children to pick it up, I've got to role model it. And I know there are people listening and saying, I have to be connected. Really? Really? I have to do what my children will learn from. Mm-hmm. We had no R-rated uh, DVDs at, at my house when my children were in the house. When the last one went out the door... And I got, I, there was one I wanted called Air Force One. It's, 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 and everybody won't agree with this and that's okay. When they take back the president's airplane, mm-hmm. uh, it, it was just a great movie. I want to own mm-hmm. it. I, it was just a patriotic movie. Braveheart rated R mm-hmm. for all the violence. It's a movie of honor. My son comes back. It was hilarious. And he goes in the DVD closet and he says, you have Braveheart? We have an R rated. I said, absolutely. You want to see it? And he's 18, and he said, yeah, I do want to see this. I can't believe we have I said, when you were here, we didn't have it. You're gone. Sorry, bud. Uh, there's a couple of these I wanted. But I wanted all that time to be an example of the things they needed to do. So when I once we realize as parents, too much, too much, too much cyber world, not even to bad things, just too much, it's impacting their, their ability to think, 
and process information. Um, and yes, it is a false empowerment. I'm connected. I know all the information. Really, you know all the gossip. That's what you really know. Mm-hmm. And, and you, what you do with that gossip, you have a responsibility about it as you retweet, text, whatever you're going to do. You don't even take time to think about it. Bam. In fact, Daughter, are you taking time to think about what selfie picture you're putting out there that will be out there forever? You did it before you thought. But the whole thing of contemplating, thinking, and processing other information is damaging to them. They're not connected. They think I have to be connected. Connected to what? This isn't connected to a relationship. I've got to have a burden as a parent. The research is out now. We've gone. It hit us so fast we didn't have the ability to do the research. It's it's kind of like, how did it take them so long to do the research on tobacco? Well, I guess it did because the tobacco lobby didn't want it out there. Mm-hmm. It took them a long time. And then finally, 20 years later, we had the research. Right. And and some people had to really, really, really bite the bullet. You know, how how can this be healthy for this man who just left his wife uh, to have been doing, discussing whatever on Facebook, uh, all the things he's been doing with this woman that lives in another state and he gets in a car and goes, you're kidding me, right? Mm-hmm. We've got to give our children the discipline and the understanding of this is when you do it, this is when you don't. This is your, it's just like a budget. You have this amount of time. If I see you, if I walk by and your phone's not there in the docking station where we are to all charge our phones, it's mine. And it'll be mine for two or three days and we'll try it again. We'll try it again. Do I want to take them away from everything? No, they're going to college and they're going to have total access. Mm-hmm. I just want them to be one of the ones that knows how to, to be in charge of their cyber world rather than their cyber world taking charge of them. And keeping a balance in life. And I was it's called say, balance. Yeah, and, and even as adults, it's funny because when we, if you if you are so used to being on call and anybody can call you at any time and you always answer, I mean, there is like a service side to it. It's uh, seen as a positive and yet the ironic thing is that when you start to go around and say, hey guys, just want to let you know, I know I work here nine to five, nine to seven, whatever. When I go home, I turn my phone off. So if you guys have real emergencies, you're just going to have to wait. At first, People might cringe, but there's almost a respect that comes with that because, oh, he's got balance in the house. So if he can keep that, if you can keep that as a parent, that could trickle onto your parent, to your children, and they can get a better grasp of just normal balance in life. Oh, yeah. My son's the lead pastor of a church, and he's let them know, this is my day off. It's turned off. I'm spending my time with my wife. I'm at home. It irritates me because he doesn't answer my calls, but I don't care about his people. (laughs) Yeah, we... We have to have in-depth time to relate to the people around us, and we have to teach that to our children. You've been listening to Parenting on Purpose with Dr. Bob Barnes from Sheridan House Family Ministries. If you want to know more about Sheridan House Family Ministries and the children's homes and the many more resources that are available, uh, go online to shfm.org. And um, we'll continue this topic, obviously, tomorrow. But if you missed any part of today's program or yesterday's or Monday's, you can always find it online and listen for free. Even sign up to get the program automatically at parentingonpurpose.org. We hope you join us tomorrow. We'll continue talking about dealing with this cyber tsunami on Parenting on Purpose.